Everybody stop what you're doing, please. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G. Where's the hammer? From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. And Eric is here to guide the way. Is it on the, uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio. These are the wrong plans. These are the old plans. Welcome to Stop It! Around the House with Eric G. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is our Pro Insider Edition. You know, we've been talking so much about, well, building materials, expensive building materials out there right now as far as lumber. Why is that happening? Let's find out. I got one of my favorite builders on the line here because, you know, I wanted to talk about the shortages that we're running into for builders, home improvement people of all stuff out there working on our homes. Welcome, Tracy, to Around the House. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, man. Let's talk about your business for a minute because you're a great home builder here in the Northwest. And I want to give everybody kind of the, the background of what you do so we, uh, you know, we can set the stage for what we're going to talk about. Sounds good. Well, I've been doing this for 43 years. So um, started custom home building back in about 1978. And uh, it's been uh, a roller coaster ride for these last 43 years. And, and we are uh, lucky and grateful to be in the position we're in. We uh, um, pretty much most of what we do is is high end custom. We build from around 3,000 square feet to 10,000 square feet is our our footage range, and uh, we do half a dozen to a dozen fairly large custom homes a year. And uh, we were honored to win best of show, best architecture, best kitchen, best master bath for our famous Timberline project that you and I met at back in 2018. Yeah, we were so, broadcasting uh, the show from your garage. Yes, we were. And I, I don't know why we didn't do that around the pool out back. It must have been too sunny or something. But, I wouldn't uh, have complained. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, amazing project. We've got uh, half a dozen spinoffs from that that are in process. And we just love building uh, timber frame, and our clients seem to really like it. So um, uh, we're, we're just blessed at this moment. Even with the uh, current COVID nightmare, we the phone still rings. And uh, We've got a lot of great things coming in for 2020. So That's awesome. Are, and you've been in what I would call, sheesh, you've been in the in what I call the royalty of building trade stuff out there as well. Because if I remember right, you were, sheesh, uh, president, past president of the Building Industry Association correct. of Clark County. You've been correct. BIAW. You've been all over the place as far that's as the boards correct. out there. Yes, I, I am, I'm pretty honored to uh respected by my peers for the years of experience and advocacy I've put in and I'm honored now to be the uh, 2020 vice president of the building industry association of Washington I serve that position and um, is if all goes well I will be the 2021 president so there we go it, it seems like I always end at the up at the helm of these things during some sort of a crisis but, uh, <laughs> um, I like to think sometimes I'm in the right place at the right time it's uh, you know it, it, it's generally at great personal cost because normally when things are 
problematic in the building world. They're not that great for me personally either because I'm immersed in building. Exactly. But, uh, you know, we try to do the right things, and, and our mission really is to provide affordable housing for our clients, and that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. It just depends what your price range is, but w- the bottom line is we want to guard housing affordability, and we want you know, we, we create the American dream. We build the places that people's lives happen. So that's first and foremost to me and most of my contemporaries. We just want to build really nice product for our clients, and we want it to be affordable. Yeah. And that's that's the challenge at the moment, as you know. It is. Feel free to give a shout-out for your company out there, too, man. You do so much for everybody else. Sure. You, uh, sure. We should yeah, send my, people over to your website as well I just to take a look that. at it. Yeah, check us out at uh, com. And we've got a fantastic website. I've got uh, a gal that works for me that just does amazing work for us. And we're also looking for a client. We'd love to build a 2021 parade house out in Philida Overlook. So Mm -hmm. if anybody's interested in partnering with us on that, we would love to do that. The the price range would probably be about 1.5, I would imagine, somewhere in that range. So, you know, I think we can do some pretty nice stuff. And, uh, you know, we've got a great organization with great people, and, and we just love working with people that like to have fun building. And, oh, yeah. Uh, quite nice. frankly, I am too old to not do anything that isn't fun. So <laughs> pretty much everything we do is fun. And, exactly. Uh, and that's D-O-R-I-O-T construction.com for anybody out there wondering how to spell that. So Perfect. Thanks, buddy. No Appreciate problem. It. No problem. Well, I wanted to talk to you because you and I were chatting on social media earlier this week, and we were talking about the, quite frankly, epic amount of building material shortages that are across the country right now. And uh, I know you're running into it as well. Yes, we are. It's interesting. We uh, It manifested itself in some uh, lumber updates we got. We have a couple of projects going into contract, and these folks uh, are using a lender. And you know when you go to a bank and borrow money, you lock in at a particular uh, price point, rate, and those sort of things. And, yep. and pretty much everybody in the world, the natural uh, thing is to, to kind of stretch your limits when you do these things. So most people don't have more money to bring to the table. So we always try to make sure that in the 11th hour, we update our cost analysis so that they have good numbers. And we were frankly stunned at the increase in building materials. We're up 30% on (laughs) one of our houses. You know, and when you got a $30,000 lumber package, you automatically add $10,000 to it. That's a big deal. Uh, and that and just then, affects everything out across everything else because if you've got a, a lumber package for framing that's that way and the wood's costing that much, then right. the cabinetry is going to cost that much and it's just going to keep going exactly. and going and going and cabinetry to flooring to everything else, it gets pretty crazy. Roof trusses are another amazing uh, exponential increase. We had uh, a trust job go from $9,000 to $16,000. Wow. Uh, you know, on smaller jobs, we don't do many smaller jobs, but we are doing one that's uh, a little smaller for one of our favorite clients. And uh, so these things, those kind of jumps make a, a, a big impact in price and, uh, you know, I think you alluded to the fact that uh, we're going to see that manifest itself in any wood product, even probably down to engineered floorings and things. So um, for those that are uh, 
price conscious and on a budget, we're we're worried about what this bubble is going to do. Yeah. So, um, and then, as you mentioned, shortages. Um, we're we're having a difficult time getting things, and some of our suppliers are buying things at above market cost just to fill the orders. Man. So it it's a uh, it's a perfect storm. Now we get something happening in the tornado area, or we get some big fires going that suck up more of the sheet goods, and I think you could probably see lumber uh, plywood, for example, at. 30 40 bucks a sheet and we get to that point it's uh that's gonna stop building that's gonna stop building because it throws everything out of budget and all it takes is a a hurricane running up and down the east coast or or something like that and and we're we're putting another another big huge log on the fire here because i tell you what i know anybody out there that's walked into a home center even if you're just a just a DIYer and you walk into that pressure treated lumber aisle, you can hear crickets because those <laughs> shelves look like you're setting a store up. Yes, they. Uh, it, it, that looks like a Soviet supermarket. In some Amen. Of these places. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it is just amazing. Um, you know, I, I supply chain issues obviously are impacted by a myriad of things. You know, we have not only supply and demand, which of course generally ramps up this time of the year especially in the pacific northwest but then you have the COVID thing where you get uh, facility shutdowns as far as mills and that sort of thing and then it starts to ripple into transportation issues and and then you know the perfect storm once again is uh the weather and then you throw in tariffs on those sorts of things and you know to segue into the tariff discussion slightly we've got our folks at the national association of home builders um, working feverishly to uh, hopefully get the administration to waive some of these tariffs from the Canadian uh, direction so that we can get some more of these uh, softwoods imported into the U.S. without the the trade tariffs on it. Correct. And, uh, you know, that is not, make, that's not helped us in the building world right now. It has not. You know, it, it, in a way, um, the tariffs sometimes make sense because we don't want uh, producers diluting the the american market and our producers ability to to keep their doors open but by the same token when they can't keep up with the demand and we start to get these exponential price increases something has to happen and once again it speaks to affordability you know we want to deliver these products at a price that our customers can afford and i heard somebody make a, a remark on one of my posts that you know builders just look for an excuse to raise prices I absolutely assure you that <laughs> not myself nor any one of my fellow builders look forward to raising a price by a nickel. It, it's just not in our DNA. We want to bring not. things in at any price point. I mean, you can be building a, a $300,000 townhouse or a $3 million house, and we all value our clients' money, and we want to offer them the best possible deal. And it's sad when we have to call them up and tell them that, you know, on a on a hundred thousand dollar lumber order, they're looking at a hundred and thirty thousand dollars now. So yeah, I mean that's um, and that's crazy, and it's one of those things that you know I, I would love in a perfect world, and I know this is not a perfect world we live in, to see all these small lumber mills open up and all these uh-huh. West Coast towns out here, and uh, you know in the northern exactly. areas of the U.S. that you saw all these mills, but that's just not happening. Those places have been shut down, and and those businesses are long gone. Yep, exactly. It's. Uh, it's a changing face of the Pacific Northwest, and it, I think you know I'm a pilot as well, and I fly around the Pacific Northwest quite a bit. And when I fly over, you know, literally hundreds of miles of timber, 
and I keep thinking, man, I hope the engine doesn't quit at this point because uh, <laughs> there's there no, no safe place, place to, to drop land. into. Yep. Yeah. So we have a lot of trees in the Pacific Northwest from, you know, southern Oregon to the Canadian border. And, and I believe there is a, a, a an opportunity for the lumber industry. But once again, you know, everything is so tremendously expensive. And then you get the regulatory agencies involved and and that's one of the time, things, reasons I spend so much time with the Building Industry Association at various levels is, is the advocacy for that. And, you know, we just push for reasonability in regulation. And um, I'll be the first to admit, you know, regulation is necessary. Uh, yep. it, it can be the Wild West without it. And so we do need common sense rules and laws and those sorts of things. But when they start to impact the ability of, you know, my fellow Americans to buy housing, that's when I do everything I can to help make that different. And we just want things to be reasonable. We've had so many different levels of, and and most people out there think of tariffs, oh, that's just a single issue, but we've got tariffs across from that direction, but there's also stuff with, uh, in building like Chinese cabinetry that was being dumped into the U.S. that uh, has got... Uh, from those penalties for them dumping in products into the U.S. illegally as far as how international law goes, you know, there's there's some cabinet companies out there that have a 254 or 6% tariff on them right now for dumping in cabinets that was putting out sure. the small cabinet shops here in the sure. U.S. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's, you know, the Chinese, uh, they're uh, a, kind of a bonus sometimes and a curse in other times. Yep. I, I, most of the um, manufacturing of uh, appliances and things has something to do with China components or manufacturing. And, mm-hmm. and we're seeing that a uh, couple of my builder buddies that are doing multi-projects can't get appliances. They're even robbing appliances from their models to put in, in current homes to get them closed. So I know there's I a appliances. huge shortage of dishwashers and stuff out there right there now is. as an example. Yeah, my folks at uh, Ferguson told me that if I wanted a washer and dryer, good luck. And yep. uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see how all of that shakes out. Um, you know, with our relatively low volume and our projects, you know, we're not buying 100 refrigerators at a time. So it doesn't impact us as severely as it does some of the other folks. But uh, we try to buy uh, American source as much as we can. And we have a really good relationship with Viking in Greenwood, Mississippi. Yep. And uh, love I, the folks at Viking. I got a they, Viking range sitting in my kitchen, so I got no problem with those guys. They're, they're uh, a great product and great people, and so um, we we don't suffer exactly the same problem as some other folks. But, uh, you know, it it's uh, – I hate to use the word, per, word perfect storm too many times, but it really is that way for a lot of different reasons. And I think uh, just for anybody out there starting projects and things like that, uh, especially if you're a homeowner out there, I would not be starting any larger projects from little remodels to if you're doing your own kitchen even or a deck project until you get those project, those pieces of that project sitting on your job site. I wouldn't be starting it just yet. Yeah, that's that's good advice. The other thing that uh, I think people need to, and we're telling our clients this, is that all of these things are cyclical, and I, you know, I've been doing this, like I said, for 43 years, and I've ridden every wave, mm-hmm. um, savings and loan failures, um, pretty much every financial debacle you can imagine. And why I've survived this, I'll never know, because <laughs> most of the banks I ever dealt with are gone. You know, and a billion-dollar yeah. organizations uh, have 
come and gone. It's interesting that a small home builder can survive, but I, I, you know, with the amount of time it's taking to get permits and things now, I've just encouraged all of our clients to let's get the groundwork done. Let's take care of all the paper process and get our permit stuff in the pipeline and get that going so that when you are ready, hopefully the building prices will have, you know, ebbed as they always do. Um, I think the parade house that you and I met at, uh, that was some of the highest priced lumber we had bought in my career. Yep. It went from in the mid 300s to over 800,000, a thousand for some of the product, $800 a thousand. Yeah. And, uh, and then of course it came back down. We were buying lumber again at, in the 300s, uh, not that yep. long ago. No. So it'll bounce and, uh, you know, it, it, it takes now a few months to get permits in Clark County. So, I am optimistic that by the time we get our next batch of things ready to rock, we'll we'll be down again. So maybe that's just the optimist in me um, projecting forward. But uh, let's hope that that uh, comes to pass. I agree. I agree, and that uh, that'll keep housing more affordable out there by doing some of this stuff. And if we can get those sure. prices down. That just keeps those uh, those housing costs down and, and what it takes to do it. And Tracy, I'd love to have you on again, too, and we can talk more about sure. kind of what goes into it. I'd love to dive into another subject one of these days called uh, basically what makes houses expensive because I know you Perfect. and I can both talk about that one pretty well, and I think it can really help people. I am available anytime on any subject involving housing. So you let me know. And, uh, you know, you're a great spokesperson for the industry. You've got a wealth of knowledge. Love hearing you speak on the subjects because the, uh, the knowledge that you bring is it, people can take that to the bank. So anyway, thank you for what you do for our industry. And I'm glad to be a resource anytime. All right, Tracy. Thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate it. You're sure welcome, Eric. You keep doing. Thanks for listening to the Round the House Pro Insider episode today. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Thursday do it all over again. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Around the House with Eric G is produced by, designed by Eric G in association with Salem Media and distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright 2020 designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at aroundthehouseonline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House.